With practice and qualifying in the books, Brian and I get you set for the South Point 400. Brian coming to us live from Las Vegas, was at the track all day, has some good insights. Uh, we will talk all about that. We'll get you set on DraftKings. We will get you set at the betting window and figure out if there's still value as we sit here post-practice and qualifying. This is The Angle of Pursuit. Ross Chastain used the wall all the way around this racetrack. Logano has been the class of the field. Check out the big brain on Brad. Yeah, I need to change my underwear. Brian Twining. It's probably our favorite race of the year. Obviously, being there as much as we have been over the years definitely helps. Uh, you are live oh, yeah. there. Today, you got to be on at the track, which is phenomenal. Get some insights. Uh, obviously, we've got to watch practice and qualifying, get all that stuff, too. We'll have to figure out how we want to play it because uh, we can talk about the, the I guess, the track conditions and how dramatic they've changed between you know practice and then qualifying group A and group B and then what we'll yep. have tomorrow at race day. But before we dive into all that and get everybody set for the week, that is, how's it going? How's your Vegas experience? Did you have fun at the track today? Oh, dude, it's it's going great. It's uh, uh, I don't want to say once in a lifetime experience because I hope to be doing this uh, numerous occasions post this. Uh, you know, getting getting some inside access, I guess you could say, media access is is something yeah. I've never experienced before. It's cool actually being in the room during the driver press conferences. Uh, I got to see Christopher Bell, uh, William Byron, Tyler Reddick all during their little like pre pre practice, and then Christopher Bell post practice. So um, it was interesting hearing a lot of their, their answers to some of the questions. And then, you know, all the drivers and the teams, they fully came into this weekend knowing that it's going to race completely different than what we had in the spring and probably more so than it has in the past because of how cold it was during that first race. Like it, because it's never quite been that frigid in yeah. Vegas for, for its first race. And then it's going to be extremely hot tomorrow. So most teams are expecting loose conditions uh tires are seemingly going to be an issue as we saw in practice with multiple cars have issues so yeah no it's been fun so far i'm looking forward to tomorrow it's going to be another really long day but totally worth it and uh you know hopefully we were able to get back in the winner's circle and uh, pick the winner again that would be nice uh as you mentioned yeah so there was a solar eclipse so it definitely kept the track cooler during practice uh where ross it chastain was like 15 degrees yeah cooler from when that happened to you know an hour later it's like yeah. it, it changed so fast and tomorrow like you mentioned might even oh. be hotter might be another five or ten degrees obviously chastain looked great uh chris yep. bell sits on the pole after looking awesome and qualifying getting some numbers down obviously as the qualifying session went along it sure seemed like people were getting faster and faster and then we might see that tomorrow i, I guess Obviously, the Hendrick camp had some tire issues. Chase blew a tire. Larson had to come in. Uh, they were being really cautious with Byron's. Uh, Suarez had an issue. Do do does the warming, you know, the heat actually help the the tires avoid explosions, or do we have to be a little concerned? I mean, once you got to like 25, 30 laps, that's when things seemed to really uh, hit the fan, and they were pulling in drivers way sooner than that. Yeah, it, I think something that's interesting, and you know, you got to keep this in mind. Uh, Bob Pockers tweeted this a little bit earlier today that Goodyear actually warned the teams about 
under inflating their tires again because guys are looking for as much speed as possible and you know i suspect that possibly that had something to do with some of the tire issues or you know maybe maybe not but uh yeah there's definitely some concern in the garage because i believe it was on kyle bush's radio or post post practice uh press press conference he had where he was talking about how at first nobody was really thinking about it and then when you really start to think about it that it's it was the chevy guys who have had an issue and, you know, it, it, we've seen this before at a track, I believe it was Texas where, you know, once they start going, they start going. And so um, uh, I don't think that they're, they're too concerned, but there is definitely, they're keeping an eye on it. And I don't think they're going to play too much with the, with the tire inflation because with this being the first race in the round of eight and probably the most important race, of the playoffs for, for these drivers, for the guys that have made it this far, because we talked about this on Wednesday, you win this race, you can prep for the championship race. You don't even have to care about Homestead or Martinsville. So, and we, yeah. And we saw how important it was for Joey Logano last year. Like he was able to exactly. shift his focus, start prepping two weeks early and it made a big difference. And he ended up taking home the cup. Um, yeah. So we'll have to see, I think obviously having it happen in practice, allows the teams to be a little more uh, aware of it and kind of play play ahead so that way on race day they don't have to worry but we do have to see you know with the weather and stuff you know obviously yeah. the hotter air tires maybe stay a little more inflated don't grab don't get so much grab from the track and they tend to stay a little bit um more solid but uh i'm, I'm definitely curious to see how teams play it tomorrow and how aggressive or not aggressive you know do we get green flag pit stops do we get um, lots of cautions, you know, how, how does that all work out? So with that being said, let's drive, let's dive into DraftKings. Let's build a lineup or two and let's, uh, see if we can have some fun. So Kyle Larson starting second looked incredible, um, in, in practice and qual qualifying. I didn't think he was going to get top, but Chris Bell was able to do that. So he'll be starting second at 11 K Hamlin starting 15th, 10, eight. Lots of interesting uh, sentiment on hand. Some people are worried. Some people are saying it's nothing to be worried about. Um, so I'm curious to see how the field reacts to Hamlin, uh, who's starting in a spot where he can still win this race and still be dominant and yep. get you movement points. So it's interesting to think about. William Byron, Tyler Reddick, and Martin Truex round out the 10K. Uh, we were talking a little bit before we went live, but Truex loves his car. Uh, and thought he even left a little bit out there when he qualified and could have done a little bit better, obviously, starting eighth. Um, there's a lot to get into. Reddick looked good. He looked really fast in practice. Um, obviously, didn't qualify quite as well. Him and Bubba kind of came back to the pack a little bit. I, I guess, where does your initial leans go in this range? Is Larson worth it at his salary? Do you want some of Denny? Like, give me your thoughts. Yeah, I think Larson, um, regardless of the fact you're, pro you're not going to get placement points out of him, he's going to be really good. The expectation was that he was going to win this race. He opened as the favorite. It's gotten even shorter. I, yeah. I mean, even pre-practice pre and qualifying, he had gotten down to three and a quarter to one at one sports book here in Vegas. So, I mean, clearly he was taking on a ton of money. Um, so, you know, I – 
I don't fault anybody who wants to put him in there. We don't normally do that here on this show, but you know, we'll, we'll see. Maybe we have to make two lineups because he could be the guy that does the William Byron and leads 170 plus laps. Yeah. I, I think, you know, obviously there's ways to be unique ways to find value. Maybe, you know, maybe, you know, Larson is popular. Maybe Denny is popular. Maybe we build a lineup with both of them and put us in a little bit of an uncomfortable spot. And that's how we find, you know, leverage and find a way to be a little unique because most people will probably pick one and then dive down rather than going with two so um i think those all make sense are you still high on tyler reddick after what we saw today yeah i interesting that reddick didn't pick up speed as we got to qualifying necessarily from his practice runs but i think you know so clearly they like their car and they you know they expect to be fast and i do what so something, the biggest thing I took away from watching Christopher Bell's post-qualifying uh, press conference was the fact that he said for him personally and his team, the round of eight is about winning races, not playing for points. Because at this point, there is no playoff points that are going to help you to you know participate in the championship race. Like There's going to be three winners in this round, and more than likely, it's going to be playoff r- drivers. Yep. And so you need to go for race wins. So I think... Yep. Somebody like Reddick starting eighth makes a ton of sense. If you're looking at somebody who could potentially get a few placements, he's starting in prime position and could move up through the field. And he's been incredibly fast at all one and a half. And it's interesting too, because it seems like the eight drivers we have for the most part are really good at Vegas, have, have been really good at Homestead. And most of them have been good at Martinsville, uh, including Christopher Bell, who is starting on the pole as we dive into the nine K range uh loved his car obviously went fast we'll have to see um we can talk about his uh success or lack thereof as he sits on the pole obviously has sat has been a pole sitter seven times this year which is insane that being said outside of his trip at auto club where he finished second uh every time he's been on the pole he's finished 20th or worse so new hampshire and michigan darlington Kansas and Bristol and you know at Bristol led 187 laps looked like one of the better cars still couldn't finish inside the top you know he finished 29th Kansas where he looked really good sat on the pole another mile and a half uh finished oh wait no never mind what am I looking at I was I was looking at the race number that's my bad all right so the last two he's figured it out so at Bristol he finished third obviously was was dominant eighth at kansas but before that 23rd at darlington 13th at michigan 29th at new hampshire and 32nd at auto club so um has gotten better when he get when he's gotten the pole in his last three or last two rather so just bristol and kansas but um darlington michigan new hampshire and auto club all started on the pole all finished 32nd 29th 13th or 23rd so um you know something to think about there i think he's the thing is is we weren't optimistic about him those races for no reason like clearly this car has speed it's just a matter of whether or not they can put it together on a sunday and uh i mean by all intents and purposes like they they have the equipment to do it it's just a matter of whether or not they can they can actually put it together and i think maybe because of his past failures after qualifying on pole, maybe you get a discount in terms of roster ships this weekend. So 
you know, maybe somebody to keep an eye on. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's very interesting. Um, let me look at where he is projected. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Cause I think there is a lot of names at the near uh, or near the top that you really have to make decisions on and then kind of go off of there. Uh, beyond bell, we have Ryan Blaney. We have Kyle Bush. We have Chase Elliott, and we have Christopher Bush are starting in the top five, 9K or above. Elliott's going to the backup car, as you mentioned to me before we started recording. They were still working on his car uh, when you left the track this evening. Um, Obviously, he's starting in the back, but could be really He was good Mm -hmm. in practice. He looked good. He's starting 35th. There's a chance he can move forward. Um, I think he'll be very popular and probably worth um, finding a way to squeeze into some lineups given his salary and given his um, upside. Yeah, and I think also, too, knowing that he's still competing, it's, got a, it's a long shot, but he's still competing for the owner's championship. Mm-hmm. They have something to motivate them to do better this weekend instead of just being a guinea pig for setups for yeah. both Kyle Larson and William Byron. And he wants to finish the season strong so they could have good momentum. Yeah. It's just hard because and he's been Byron, really good. Yeah, he's been really good. And it's just hard because Byron and Larson are there. So if either of them are there with him at the end, it, it I don't foresee a world where he takes a checkered flag and, and over them. But Not so fast, my friend. Both William Byron and Kyle Larson are in pretty good position when it comes to advancing. And William Byron, I mean, he's it's first he is pretty has a pretty comfortable yeah, lead true. in terms of where he's like if he finishes second or third that is a fantastic day for byron and only makes it more likely that he gets into the to the championship round yeah and both of them are really going to be leaders at the homestead odds they're going to be among, yep. the, among the favorites so you may and have I, something I, there and i think that's definitely something to keep in mind too is that next week larson he's the favorite this week but he may open at like two and a half, three to one next week at Homestead with, with Tyler Reddick, maybe at like five because Larson is the best driver in the series when it comes to those types of tracks where the high line is the preferred, preferred lane. And it's something to think about this week too, right? With Larson, with Byron, knowing that, yeah, they both probably want to win and not worry about it, but they also, if they're close, but not necessarily there, they may not push it as hard um, and, and go for that win. So something to think about. Do you have any interest in Kyle Bush or Christopher Busher starting sixth and fifth res- respectively? I mean, we came in warm. Chris Wormy had kind of talked about Busher, how he's just kind of, you know, he's been, he's been there. He's just kind of there. Uh, but he's a safer guy. They have plenty of speed. They look good on short short runs, but we've seen this before with Ford. We saw it in the spring. The Penske's unloaded as the fastest cars, and they dropped like rocks. So I worry about Busher's long run speed. And then Kyle Busch, I think he's kind of flying under the radar this week. I, I, I like this top 10 number a little bit. I Of course, I didn't get down on it because I don't like winning money because he's probably going to finish fifth. Um, but... You know, I, I think he's just going to be there the whole yeah. day, run up front. Uh, yeah, he's eliminated from the playoffs, but a guy of his, you know, stature and just history in the sport, he's not going to give up at all. And it's all, 
basically a hometown race for him. So that's also yeah, exactly. in, in consideration. I think he will go a little overlooked um, when when people are rostering him for sure. And I think his ceiling is a little bit higher than most people expect. Uh, AK, Joey Logano, 8,800. Bubba Wallace, 8,600. Brad K, 8,500. Ross Chastain, who looked great. Uh, starting in the top 10 at 8,300. Kevin Harvick, happy to be there, doing his retirement tour at 8K. <laughs> um, Bubba looked fast. Obviously, him and Reddick both look good. Uh, Chastain, I'm a little more optimistic on. I, I kind of had op- optimism. Thought he could maybe put it on the pole. Looked really good in practice. I was feeling good about that, obviously. Uh, had a little bit of a hiccup in qualifying, but... I think makes some sense. Are, are you interested in anybody in this range? Uh, you know me, I, I'm a, I'm a Bubba Stan. You know I mean? If you go back and you look at my betting card from earlier in the week, it was all, all, all the 23. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to be incredibly fast this weekend. He, they expect to be fast. I actually got a chance to chat it up with booty Barker on a Friday night real quick. And yeah, they, this team is pretty confident in the speed that they bring it to these one and a half, especially in Vegas, where they know very similar to Kansas. They kind of expected that both of these guys were going to unload really quick. So, you know, I think he could stay there. I think he's a top five contender. I don't necessarily know he's going to win because we've never seen a winner that isn't a playoff participant at this race. So, you know, of course, I'd be bucking the trend. I, I liked it at 20 or 25 to one. I, I don't know if he's going to get there, but, you know, I, I like Bubba. And then I'm starting to come around on Chastain a little bit because uh, when he shows speed, he tends to race well. Like, you know, and he had a little he had a little hiccup on his qualifying lap, which is maybe making his 10th place starting position a little deceiving where he was probably going to wind up on the first couple of rows. And if that were the case, he's probably, you know, w- one of the five, six favorites, maybe. I, I don't know. So, yeah, I, I kind of like Chastain. Kislowski, I have zero interest. And Joey Logano starting night, absolutely not. Yep. Uh, I'm with you pretty much across the board. Chastain, like you said, um, typically doesn't qualify well. Qualifies well at mile and a half. Um, had a little bit of issue in his actual qualifying run, so that's why he's starting 10th. But was fast. Was among, among the best. I think he was fourth or fifth heading into uh, yeah. qualifying. So, he actually Pretty had the good. fastest single lap uh, during practice, too. Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, different we'll groups, but still. We'll see how that applies to the actual race day. Uh, Ty Gibbs starting 11th. Alex Bowman, 14th. Eric Jones, 23rd. Daniel Suarez also going to the backup car. Um, but his teammate obviously had some speed. Looked pretty good when he was on the track. Just had a tire issue. Um, and Ricky Stenhouse and Chase Briscoe round out the 7k range so I, I guess do you have interest here and if you don't if you had to pick one driver to potentially start who would it be i think just by default you got to look at suarez starting with chase elliott at the back i mean he's yeah. gonna make up spots because he's he's better than he's probably a top 20 car at 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 a low point on this track type, in my opinion. So I think they're going to be there. Um, so obviously he's going to be somebody, but I do think Alex Bowman, he's another one was great in the spring. He runs pretty well here. HMS always has speed. Uh, yep. you know, I think he's another one that's a little bit under the radar because he's not racing for anything. He's the only guy in that HMS garage who isn't, 
Um, so I think he could kind of pop and, you know, you get a top seven out of him. He gets double, doubles his, his starting position there. And you're, you're sitting pretty at $7,700. Yeah. And I think because of where he's starting, people aren't going to be quite as optimistic about him. Yeah. Um, so I think it's not a lot of placement points. Yeah. He could go a little overlooked. 6k Almarola starting 13th. Almendinger starting 22nd. McDowell 18th. Carson Hosevar looked like a rocket. Um, they mentioned and then he didn't. on the well, yeah, <laughs> they mentioned on the broadcast. Yeah, you know he's always has speed. It's just sometimes he makes dumb mistakes on the track, and those are things he's going to learn next year. Um, racing for Spire um, in Ty Dillon's ride, and Austin Dillon 16th, Ryan Priest 32nd, and Austin Cindric dead to me um, <laughs> in the round out the 6K range. Uh, if you're looking to save a little bit of money, do you have any interest in going to Hosevara? What about Ryan Priest potentially? Um, what are your thoughts on that range? So I do like Hosevar. Uh Chevys have always kind of been fast here. Um, not necessarily that team that he's driving for this week, Legacy Motorsports, but Eric Jones has picked it up of late. Uh, we heard Chris Wormy talk on the NASCAR betting preview show. He gave his two cents on him where can't really look at early season performance from this team because they've really picked it up over the last, yep. you know, couple of months. And I think that's as a team as a whole, you've seen a lot more speed there. And like you said, Hostavar has been fast everywhere we've gone. I and mean, he's starting near the back markers, which he's clearly better and faster than. So he's yeah. probably a shoe in for a top 25 if he doesn't make a mistake or get involved in a wreck. So yeah, I, I think he, to me, makes the most sense because of the potential ceiling that he provides as opposed to the the limited uh floor that it will come about because he's only going to lose even if he wrecks he's only losing seven spots exactly um and yeah legacy legacy really had one of these like go drop down and then back up seasons yep um it seemed like they kind of bottomed out and i know the like the sponsors and and chevy and stuff was looking at other cars and then I don't know if they figured some something out or they were able to get a little more money or what happened, but um, they seem to get better. So, yeah, I think that is interesting. The rest of the field, Justin Haley, Corey LaJoy, Harrison Burton, who I feel like we go here to a lot. Uh, Todd Gillen, J.J. Yaley, Ty Dillon, Brendan Poole and B.J. McLeod uh, filling up the back markers. Um, if you are looking to be really cheap at the end, is there anyone that you're like? All right, you could twist my arm and I could see myself getting there. I think the lowest I would go is probably LaJoy based mm -hmm. on his starting position. Yeah, I think LaJoy and Haley both make sense. Haley's a little far forward for what you really want, but I also think he's a, a tier above most of these cars, although yeah. it's weird spot since he's not going to be with the team next year. Um it's pretty gross, but hopefully you don't have to dive down, but that might be the difference in, in kind of figuring things out. So yeah. let's do it, Brian. Let's build a couple lineups and see where we go. Do we want to do a Larson lineup or do we want to um, do a non-Larson lineup? That is the question. Let's start with Larson. Okay. The next question. Do we want to try and squeeze in a Hamlin, a, a Byron, a Redick? Um, well, 
just for context, in the spring, obviously, I we talked about this. The spring, this is not going to race similar to the spring, but just in terms of DraftKings points, the top three scorers started second, sixth, eleventh. That was the HMS boys between Byron Larson and Alex Bowman. So can't be afraid to kind of stick to the first 10 or 12 or so drivers in terms of the starting grid when building your lineup. So and yeah, we I think talked a Reddick about makes it. sense. Yeah, and we talked about it too, how important getting those playoff drivers are because those are the ones that are yep. likely going to be in the top five and probably contending for that win. Yep. So do you want to go to Hamlin? Do you want to go to Byron? Do you want to try and get maybe a busher in a bush? Like what where is where's your head at? Let's go with Reddick. With who? Reddick. Oh, okay. Okay. I see you. I see you. Let's, let's go. Uh let's all right. Get, let's, let's look at uh our our potential markers after that. So we could add another um, HMS guy if we want to do that with Alex Bowman. I don't hate Chastain, who's starting in a similar range. Um, I don't see. hate that. I mean, that's going to put us at a deficit, but... Who? Which one? Chastain. Okay. Let's see what we can do. Um, so that gets us going down, but we can go down and find some value. Let's see here. Let's we could do a Hosevar. Okay. Right? I mean, yeah. feeling wise, I think he's a decent. Uh, yeah, I think I think Justin Haley or AJ Allmendinger could make some sense. McDowell's okay. I just I feel like he's kind of fallen off a little bit. I feel like Almarola usually does well here, but the but starting he, position is tricky. Like, yeah, and I also feel like he could be like. 32nd pretty easily and then we're <laughs> yeah our it could happen quickly um, as fast as john hunter nemechek moved through the field today oh during the infinity race guys like almarola could fall back i mean you saw with his outright odds how the the books viewed him so clearly he was expected to move yeah. forward quickly and he did not uh has he did not uh leave them hanging for sure no uh let's see here Do you want to go to Justin Haley and see how much that opens up? Because that's fifty nine hundred, and that gives us yeah, I, I don't hate that up to eight k, and then we can kind of do we can do the Bowman thing, we can do Gibbs, we can do Harvick, Daniel Suarez. I feel like this is the spot for for Suarez. You do or you don't? I do. Yeah, I kind of like it too, especially because we're already buying in on the the track house having a good day. Yep. Um, with Chastain, so I like that, especially since, and we're not going with Chase, who's starting as a back marker, so that's another way to get a little bit different. Alright, I will save that, and we can build one more. Um, so since we avoided Elliot in that last one, I think maybe we build a lineup with him included. Let's do it. I like where your head's at. Uh, Alright, so we go Chase. Do you want to go with Byron in this one? Yeah, I don't. I don't hate that because even though I, he's been great at these one and a half, but I just I'm so worried that. I mean, we could avoid him. We don't have time to, soon. Yeah, we don't have to go to him, but I, you know, I'm, no, no, I'm no, a Byron. No, I. I think we should. I think we I'm should. I'm a Byron apologist, so I'm always going to lean that way. 
Um, okay, so we did the Elliot Byron thing. Do we want to triple up with HMS? Do we want to get a little bit different? Um, could do the Suarez thing again. Let me see here. I don't what if mind. we get kind of off brand and go and go Ty Gibbs? I kind of like him. I feel like he's sneaky, I and I feel like he's getting much better. Started. Yeah, um, and he's been good and on it. He, and he's not the big name Toyota guy either. No. Who Toyotas have clearly brought speed this week. Is this the uh, the LaJoy spot? I think so. I think this is LaJoy. Just don't wreck, please. I almost like the Priest thing, too. Yeah, it's but a good starting position. The only thing I worry... So, like, if we see extended green flag runs, yeah, you're going to have those back marker guys who, if they have difficulty getting around cars, yeah. they're, gonna, they're effed. That's my concern, and they're just typically in worse vehicles. They typically aren't better drivers. Like there's, there's lots of reasons to uh, be hesitant for sure. Um, let me see here. Yeah, I think both of the, uh, I think Haley and Dinger make some sense. I, I'm we can hesitant. Go to yeah, I think let's put Priest in and see what that does. Because, yeah, that gives us 10-4, and we can pretty much do whatever we want at that point. And if we end up finding lower, then we can pull Priest back out and see if there's a better option. But I think he's interesting enough. Although, like you mentioned, like how many – we only have – thing I worry about with this lineup is we only have one playoff driver. And – I guess two potential race winners, maybe two. I was gonna say, yeah, Elliot and Byron. Yeah, so I think and Gibbs gets a half for sure. Yeah, so I think. I I think that would definitely be against the grain if you went Busher. Because he's he's probably the uh, one of the odd men out when it comes to people looking at uh, championship futures right now. I think I want to do that. Let's see what this does. We could still get Gibbs back in there. Maybe he's the guy you need. But you know, we talked about playoff drivers, guys who really wanted to target. Um. Although. Let's see, like Truex or Bell or. Okay, KFB. who would you rather have in your lineup, Truex or Christopher Bell? Truex. All right, let's put him in there. And then that gets us 5,400. So we could do Gilliland <laughs> or your or Ty Dillon. <laughs> Can we good. just leave the spot blank? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they might get negative points. Uh, what about... If it's possible to lose positions from, say, the last starting position, it would be some of these guys. Yeah. If we go Harrison Burton, we could put Chris Bell in there. 
He's probably the right answer. You just need him and Byron to fight to the end. All right, let's do it. Let's. And it, so, also too, I found it interesting during during Christopher Bell's uh, post qualifying or poll winner press conference. Yeah. Multiple times he mentioned how he knows he is not the favorite to like advance to the championship round to win the championship or even for this race after qualifying on pole. So it's almost as if he has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder because he's probably seen social media of people saying a bunch of shit about him that he can't, you know, he, he can't qual uh, he can't take those pole sits and, you know, capitalize. So, you know, I, maybe there's something there. Maybe that little added edge will help him. Sure. Let's go with that. Uh, all right, let's look at our odds, our bets as we sit here before we go re-look at the, the current odds. Uh, I have Baba, Bob, Bob, Baba, Bubba top <laughs> 10. Wallace, huh? Baba Wallace, Baba Fett and Baba Wallace. Uh, top 10 minus 125. Byron top 5 plus 110. Uh, That's Logano. Right now, by the way. What's that? That's looking great right now, by the way. Yeah. Logano, uh, 5 to 1 to top 4. And then Chastain over Brad K at even money. Brian is all in on Bubba. Bubba to win, 20 to 1. Bubba top 5, plus 275. Uh, and then uh, Chase Elliott over Brad K. So we both faded Brad K. Um, and we're both. That means he's very, winning the race. Very exactly. Keselowski's definitely winning. Uh, updated odds. FanDuel is not up to date, I don't believe, but uh, Caesars, DK, and Rivers should all be. Uh, current, so we can go through it. As Brian mentioned, Chase Elliott is as short as, I mean, Kyle Larson, as short as plus 325. Byron is four and a half, five or five and a half, uh, depending where you look. Uh, Denny is sitting at eight, and I'm really tempted to put him in. I really liked him coming into the week. Obviously, didn't qualify quite as well, but that's giving us a better number. Uh, you know, we talked about him at five and a half or six pre-practice and qualifying Tyler Reddick you can still get at eight eight and a half which is pretty impressive considering how good he looked uh Truex eight eight and a half Christopher Bell your pole sitter nine you can still apparently get 12 at Rivers um which is pretty crazy um I, I guess let's stop there and talk about this group so Neither of us are betting Larson at that price. There's better ways to attack it if you really want some Larson, but my God, 325 feels uh, ungodly. Uh, Byron, five, Hamlin, eight, and then Hamlin, Reddick, Truex, Bell, kind of in that eight to something range. Um, uh, do you have any interest on getting to any of those guys? If you had to pick one or two, who would be your favorites, even if you're not betting them? Like, where, where's your head at? So, I think that Denny Hamlin is probably going to see the most action because, you know, sharp people are going to realize that he's already on record as saying that they don't practice well here. And race day is a completely different animal. And obviously, uh, I love Tyler Reddick this week. I think he's definitely a race-winning contender. All that said, oh, yeah, also Christopher Bell putting on pole. All that said, when Martin Truex Jr. unloads fast, if he has track position, he, he's going to be there. So I definitely think that Truex now at eight and a half, I think he's definitely in play and somebody to consider 
um, because when he's able to fight up at the front, he's a fantastic car. The only thing is that if he gets put back into traffic, you he's know, we've dead. seen him get frustrated and he has a difficult time moving through the field. Yeah. But if he can maintain track position here, and again, he's got a new lease on life after advancing while having a string of just absolute garbage finishes, yeah. which is definitely not, you know, it's it's not in his like nature to be be that bad for that long of a time, especially in the playoffs. So I think Truex is in line for a uh, bounce back performance this weekend, especially with how well he looked. And they were showing some of his results too. And there was a lot of like, he blew a tire on like the second lap and Larson bumped into him and he had all these little minor issues and kind of people, things happening around him, not necessarily even his fault. So I don't hate where your head's at. I think he makes sense. And as you mentioned, as someone who's bet him live, bet him a few times, he's somebody that when he gets into the teens or twenties, it's probably just going to be there the rest of the day. He very rarely catapults unless he does like a strategy thing. And that usually doesn't work out well for him. So I like where your head's at. I still think Denny is my favorite just because I liked him so much coming in. I thought there was a, a clear delineation between him and kind of the rest of these guys. Um, the fact that you can still get Reddick at a, a decent number is appealing for sure. Um, I've kind of gotten more excited about his potential as the week has gone along. So, um, I think those two would be my favorites for sure. Uh, Kyle Bush, you can still get a 10, uh, or 12 Chris pushers in the same range. Uh, Chastain is out to like 15, uh, 14 or 15. Um, depending on where you look, obviously some optimism about him, your boy, Ryan Blaney. Um, and then we start talking 20 to one. So, I guess from KFB up to Blaney, do you have any interest in adding some outright exposure to any of those guys? So I'm obviously this is a Homer pick, but Blaney at 16 to one is extremely intriguing. After I got to hear him say how last year, the Penske garage went all in on assisting Joey Logano when it came to giving him tidbits, um, helping him, get a better car, better setup for Las Vegas to win that fall race. And I think you, you actually saw that during qualifying today where Joey Logano had a little bit of a little bit better, like single lap speed than Blaney. But when you actually look at Blaney's practice run, he was one of the few cars that ran 25 or more laps and he had pretty decent fall off. It was, you know, close to about less than a second or so um, each or less than a 10th as he got each five lap increment. So, you know, something we saw in the spring was the Penske garage. They fell like rocks. Their long run speed was absolute garbage. So I almost think that they maybe sacrificed a little bit of short run to try to test out if they can maintain speed for longer durations here. And I think Blaney is a guy who, if he can be there at the end, we saw it at Talladega, maybe he has regained those marbles, uh, and he's going to go for a win here, knowing what how how much of an advantage that was for his teammate last year. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a good call. And to be able to get a playoff driver that low um, in terms of outright odds is pretty, pretty nice. So I, I don't hate where your head's at for sure. Um, I'm tempted to add a little Chastain, but like we talked about, it, it sure feels like a playoff driver is going to win. So if I add anyone, it's got to be somebody who um has playoff outright ability chase is 20 bubba is 20 still um 
Brad K, Joey Logano. I think we're getting into guys that we just rather top 10, maybe some matchups, maybe some other yeah. ways to, to get exposure. Um, all right. So let's see. So as we sit here, Brian has Bubba and Blaney. I haven't bet a single outright this week, which is pretty wild. Um, I'm going to add. How can, we re- How can we start a streak if you haven't even bet one? I'm adding Denny Hamlin. He and it's gonna. I'm sure it's gonna blow up in my face because whenever I bet Hamlin or against Hamlin, it seems to uh, not go well. I either bet him <laughs> the week where he stinks or um, get on him the week where he blow where he or get fade him the week he has a good week. So he's my favorite. Reddick and uh, Truex are, are also compelling targets, but of the three, Hamlin was my favorite coming in. I'm going to stay with myself and uh, and hope that he's telling us the truth when he talks about not qualifying well and, and being fine for, for race day. Uh, let's go over to Caesars and let's look at some other stuff. So top 10 market still absolutely atrocious. So for some reason, Kyle Busch is at the top, uh, minus 140. Kyle Larson, oh my gosh, 700. minus 700. Um, <laughs> that is ridiculous. Ross minus a buck 20. Blaney minus buck 15. Chase even money. Bubba's down to even money, which is kind of nice. Some interesting options in this window. I'm tempted to add some more Bubba at my at plus money. Oh. Chase Elliott plus money. Yeah. Top 10. I'm, I think I'm, that's a I'm good bet. That. I think that's yeah, a good I'm bet. I'm going to add that. He's gotten so much better since being back in the car full time. Yeah, and I think in this day and age of NASCAR with the way that the way that the cars are actually built, going to a backup car doesn't affect you as much as it used no. to quite possibly. So, no. I mean, clearly they they know what they're doing at these tracks. So, I I think he's fine. Uh, let's go over No, let's stay here. Um, you can get Hosevar now, uh, plus five fifty, top ten. Don't hate that. Feels a little. I wish I was getting like seven fifty. I think, but yeah. it's fine. Fourteen to one to top five. Um, I'm gonna yeah. add the Bubba too. I'm I'm gonna take the extra juice here. So, needless to say. Bubba Bubba is probably going to be the first guy out of the race. So, Uh, it is interesting that his outright number hasn't really moved, and his top ten got longer, but his top five actually got shorter from two seventy five to two fifty five. So that's pretty interesting. Oh my gosh, Larson, you can get plus money top five or top three. Byron, Denny. Let's go to. Um, manufacturer props. Mm, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Gonna keep on scrolling. All right, top Chevy. <laughs> Larson 105. Jesus. Byron plus 190. Kyle Bush. Ross Chastain. Chase Elliott. I'm not betting any. So the though. only one. So really, once you get past Byron. I think they make sense if you want to bet that because yeah. if Bush is top Chevy, maybe Larson and Byron have issues and same, same with Chastain. Like maybe he's a top five guy and you're not going to get that number. Whereas 
Kyle Larson is plus 130 on a top three. And if he's a t- if Larson is the top Chevy, he's probably finishing top three. So just take the extra juice there. Yeah, and it feels like a long shot for both Larson and Byron to have issues unless Chevy's having issues in, in general yep. with their tires. Yep. Uh, top Toyota, Denny plus 290. Reddick plus 320. Um, Chris Bell plus 320. Mar- okay, if you have to bet one, Reddick, Bell, oh, gosh. or Truex to be top Toyota at plus 320, which one's your favorite? think i'm talking myself into a marty party oh baby give it to me if i had to bet that i would probably bet truex let me see what his other yeah because that's the best number you're going to get on him because even his top three is plus 250 i'm gonna go and add the red dog at top Um. toyota yeah, I've gotten, as I said, I've gotten more interested in him as the week has gone along. Plus 320 um, to top Toyota feels like a good number. Um, I do worry that maybe he is, you know, pretty close to the front, maybe contending for a win and not adding him on the outright mark is interesting. And obviously, you know, I did add Denny at 8-1. to one. Um, but I think there's, you know, if not Denny, if he struggles and has a bad day, I think Reddick could be the top Toyota. And I think I, I could cash that ticket. So that's where my head's at with those two bets. Uh, top four to Logano is plus three fifty, So getting him at five to one feels nice. Uh, Brad K plus three fifty. Blaney is two forty. Busher is plus one fifty five. And then just a bunch of peons. Um, yeah. Uh, the, uh, speaking about Blaney, I'm going to bet this over at Bet Rivers, though. Uh, it's plus 285. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And as we talked a little bit about, we expect so much out of Toyota and Chevy this week that getting a top four could be like seventh, and that could be fine. Exactly. exactly yeah. Um. Let's see. I always like to look at the. Oh, we got stage winners. Uh, number of Chevys in the top ten. Uh, over four and a half is plus money. Fords over two and a half. Um, and then where's oh number of Toyotas? Th- oh, over three and a half is the favorite. You could do th- like three. No, because with Bell and Denny and Truex and Bubba and maybe even Ty Gibbs, it's hard to see them getting only three, but maybe. Look, I I can envision a world where the top ten, it's taking away the risk of, of wrecking just based on pure speed. I could see three of the four HMS guys, maybe one of the Trackhouse or Kyle Busch, and then all six Toyotas finding the top 10 if we're just going based on speed at these types of tracks. I was going to say it would be really nice to be able to parlay these because if you get under three and a half Toyotas, you're probably getting over four and a half Chevys. Oh, yeah. That would be a nice, but it doesn't appear that I can do that. So, yeah. And Um, I think, I think eating, uh, eating the big there on the, on the Ford under, 
I think is probably the play. Like, I think that that's priced accordingly because yeah. realistically you have Chris Busher who hasn't been great um, at one and a half in terms of long run speed. And yeah. then you have like Blaney who we, we don't really know. Like I'm optimistic over, over the long run is that maybe they've made adjustments, but you really don't know yeah. how good they're going to be here. So, and you have the guy who is probably the best Joe Logano. He's not in the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, that minus 130 feels like the 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 one that I would actually bet at a fair enough price. Um, okay, matchups. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, bear with me. Let's just do this. Where's the... Oh, baby. All right, I... I'm, I would need somebody a lot smarter than me when it comes to looking at like betting arbitrage, but the grid position of the winner spots one through nine is juiced to minus 370. However, you're getting Kyle Larson, William Byron, Christopher Bell, Martin Trips Jr., Chris Bush, or Kyle Bush, Bubba Wallace, Tyler Reddick, and Joey Logano. Yeah. The chances of the winner coming from that group of drivers is pretty damn good. Um, this is like maybe the grossest head to head I've ever put on my card, but I feel like, um, it's, it, the juice has just gone too far. Um, I'm adding Justin, I'm adding Harrison Burton over Justin Haley and I'm getting plus 175 to do it. Oh Lord. Like (laughs) Justin Haley's fine. And I, I expect him to have a good race. But like minus two ten to 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 back him when he could easily have an issue in a car that he's yep. not going to be in next year. That seems a little silly. Mind uh, you, also keep we oh. have end of stage. Yeah, I don't. They, I don't know why they mix it in. I swear they do this shit to confuse people and like make them lose bets. <laughs> uh, all right, Busher versus Bubba. Bubba at plus one ten. Versus Chris Busher. Hop on board. You know Bubba's good crashing. in practice, my man. Bubba is crashing in round one or in the first stage. Uh, let's see. Yeah, but I'm getting plus money for a driver that I'm already invested in. What am I doing? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Redick versus Bell is pretty is even. McDowell. Do you buy McDowell's early season, or do you think he's been fading and he kind of stinks? Uh, well, we Austin Dillon's not not terrible at these track that's types, true. so I, I like Dillon there. I think that's that's definitely priced properly. I don't hate KFB at the end of stage two. I think he could be right there. End of stage one, Byron at the end of stage one. Given all the spots Larson has to make up, and no, he's starting second. Oh, what? You keep thinking Larson is Chase Elliott. Yeah, I do. It's been a long day. Uh, yeah, no, that's probably f- fine. Um, Truex versus Deneth. Uh, Logano versus Chastain. Ooh. I don't know why they didn't put like sta- race ones, end of stage one, end of stage two. 
Because like you said, they gotta they have to trick you. Yeah. Byron plus one fifteen over Kyle Larson. But if he beats Larson, he's probably top he's Chevy or winning the race. The race. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, KFB plus a hundred to beat Truex D in the stage one is kind of nice. I don't like that. Oh, I could hit it again. Oh, baby, hit it again. Chase Elliott's minus one fifteen versus Keselowski. Yeah, hit it again. Kevin Harvick then- plus one eighty versus Ty Gibbs. Um, I like Almirola oh. versus Stenhouse. And Bubba, no, I'm I'm going to avoid the Elliott one since I already have it. It's going to be Bubba over Keselowski. Join me. Um, yeah, I think that's a good number. Again, this just means that Bubba is going to be the first one out, and Brad Keselowski is going to finish top five, be the top forward, and possibly win the race. Probably going to end up. Uh kicking myself for doing this, but I'm taking Ryan Priest over Austin Sindrick at plus money. Um, now you're just betting, I guess you could say with your heart because of your angst against Austin Sindrick. Yeah. He's dead to me, so it's fine. Yep. Um, and like you said, all the focus from the Penske team is on one Ryan Blaney. Um, so I'll take Priest. Priest could finish 24th. Cindric could finish 26th, and I could win that bet. Uh, you know that the I... you know the Bubba and Keselowski is the end of stage two, right? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, just put that in your bet, and oh. then we gotta we gotta figure out how to track that shit while we're watching the race tomorrow. Uh, Logano versus Chastain, and Briscoe versus the Dinger. I kind of like the dinger. Fading the There was another Oscar. one. Um, are the head to let's see? Oh, does let's see? Does DraftKings have any bets up for us? No, they just have the outrights. Okay. Um. Okay. Anything else you want to look at? You want to recap the card and get out of here? Where's your head at? Uh, we're probably good. I don't, I don't want to get too many. Yeah, we don't want to spray the board too, too, too bad. Um, I've already done enough. I've gotten some exposure to the guys I wanted to get exposure to. I found some decent numbers. Let's, re- let's recap. Let's get out of here. Pre-qualifying. Bubba Wall is top 10 minus 120. You can actually get a better number now. Byron top 5 plus 110. Logano top four, five to one. Ross Chastain did not hit the pole. Chastain over Brad K plus 100. Added Hamlin to win the race. Added Tyler Reddick as your top Toyota at three to, plus 320. I added uh, Harrison Burton over Justin Haley as the grossest matchup I've ever added, but plus 175 to do it. Let's ride. Bubba over Busher plus 110. And Priest over Sindrick because Sindrick is dead to me. Plus 100. Brian has Bubba to win. Bubba to top five. Bubba to put it on the pole, which he did not do. Uh, Chase Elliott over Brad K. Added Blaney at 18. Added Elliott uh, to top 10 oh. at plus 100. Yep. Yeah. Bubba to top 10 at plus 100. Uh, Blaney as your top forward at plus 285. And uh, stage two, Bubba over Keselowski minus a buck 20. Brian Twining, Saturday night. 
you can put any of your bets as your best bet for the week. If you're stepping to the window now with to make one bet, what is it? I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Bubba Wallace, top 10, even money, smashing the hell out of this. Full, all, all in, five units or whatever. I would empty the bank account here and obviously go bankrupt. But yeah, Bubba Wallace, top 10, that is that is happening. Can't wait for him to finish 23rd tomorrow. <laughs> it's it's a good bet. It's a great bet. Um, that chase number is really compelling. Tempted to add it because talk about the top 10. Yeah, because I don't like. I like I was Bubba, poor. but I do worry that Busher is really good tomorrow, and Bubba's just a little bit behind him. Um, I like the Burton over Haley, but that's just more of a number play. Uh, I like the Redick, but I think Denny can win the race. So, like, you know what? This is probably really stupid. Denny Hamlin is winning the race tomorrow. And uh, I'm going to get paid out on it. Um, so Ooh, Denny Hamlin is buddy, winning the race. Denny Hamlin is winning the championship. I felt that for a while now. He's going to do what Logano did. He's going to win tomorrow. He's going to uh, park the bus for two weeks. Get ready for Phoenix and cash that uh, championship future for anybody who has won. Uh, that is Brian Twining live from Las Vegas. If you are at the race today, go find Brian. He is walking around the infield, probably by neon garage. Uh, you can always tweet him at Brian underscore twining. Um, all of my electronic devices with me. Don't yes, worry. you can find him. You can tweet him. He will come say hello. Uh, I will be parked on the couch watching all the football and all the NASCAR tomorrow. And I cannot wait. Enjoy your race day. Cash some tickets. Let's hit the million DFS and uh, let's enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you guys next time. (laughs) 